So what does that look like to love somebody the way they are? And then the other question is, is how long do we got to love them the way they are? What if they don't change? Well, <laughs> see, that's that's. And should they change? Right. Well, <laughs> I, I I think a lot of us need to change. There's things in our lives yes. that need to change. All of us but need to change. Nothing that I say or do is going to change you. True. I yeah. can't. People aren't meant to be fixed. We mm. are. We are the church, and we are not here to fix people. Mm. We are here to introduce them to a relationship with Jesus, and Jesus and the Spirit of the Lord are going to convict them to make changes in their lives. Right? Wow, that's that that's profound. We are not here. We're not here to fix people. And yeah, I, I think because that's I learned what we that, think we are. Yeah, I mean, I learned that in one of my leadership uh, classes is um, people are not projects. Hello, this is Jim Reynolds, and you are on the Christian Life Empowerment Podcast. I am here with Angela Whitbeck today. Hello. And we are going to, we're going to talk about a couple different subjects, hopefully, that you will be interested in. One of the subjects that we wanted to talk about today was was how the church is kind of just shoo, going downhill, right? Nobody was able to see the little motion I made with my hand, so I've got to... <laughs> well, it's not that the church is going downhill, True. but that attendance, that uh, people attendance. are not attending church like they did what, 10 years, not even 10 years ago, uh, five years ago. Well, true, or, you know, really 20 years ago. I mean, mm -hmm. it, I was reading something, and, and I, I pulled it up. It was from a, a Gallup poll that, that somebody did, and it says in 20, well, Gallup did it, of course. Mm -hmm. It was 2020, in 2020, 47% of Americans said that they belonged to a church, synagogue, or mosque, down from 50% in 2018 and 70% in 1999. So we went from 70% to 47% percent in 2020 that said they belonged to a church and of course not many people were going to church in 2020 because a lot of them were closed down right and so that number may even be smaller now and and that's not even that poll is just people who said they belong to a church right. that doesn't even mean that they were attending no that's true that's so true. i mean the maybe i don't know maybe they were all attending but the, the fact that people are willing to admit that they belong to a church, a synagogue, or a mosque has declined a yeah. lot. Yeah, and so, I why? Mean, we, I, yeah, why? And, and how do we get them back, right? Yes. I mean, because it is important for people to attend church. And, and some people will think, well, you know, I can, I can have my church out in the woods or out fishing or spending time with my kids. And, and yes, you can spend time with God doing these things out in nature. But that's not how it was meant to be. No. We were meant to commune together, to gather together in fellowship. Right. Yeah. I mean, even back to the Garden of Eden, it talked about, you know, God walking with Adam and Eve in the cool of the mm -hmm. evening. I mean, there's a time, there, there's something special about not just spending time with God on a one-on-one -on -one thing, which is very special, mm -hmm. which is we should do every single day, but coming together with a group of believers well, last Saturday we had our church. I, I had a great yeah. time. Oh that was a gosh. blast. It was a really good, good service. I yeah. mean. 
And, and our service is different than, than most because we don't have a preacher. So what we do is we just kind of have a facilitator, which was Ange last week. Yeah. And that's probably why it was so good. Oh, you, you're, <laughs> but so we just have a facilitator and that facilitator leads out in reading a Bible story out of the Bible. Right. And then we ask questions and we discuss just that one little story. And yeah. I mean, how it how it ties to other stories in the Bible, but it's not one person up front talking at you or talking to you or, you know, giving a sermon. We actually have a discussion and it's a great opportunity to ask those questions that you typically don't get to do in a traditional church service. Right. Yeah, no, and yeah, because you're, you're, you know, you don't want to talk over the preacher, right? I mean, <laughs> he's up front, he's got the microphone, let him go, right? Yeah. But, but we get to ask these mm -hmm. questions and, and, and it kind of, so we're watching some of the smaller churches and we're, and we're small, right? We're yeah. still small. A family or two are gone, it feels like nobody's there. Yeah. But, but we're, um, we're growing slowly. Yeah. Slowly. We, people are coming in. People are finding us and coming in and they, they like what to, they yeah, see and yeah. they hear and they're participating. Like we had somebody who found us online and came and they were participating and giving their opinion and, um, you know, contributing on the first time there, which I think speaks a lot to our core group and the atmosphere that we've built. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that may be part of the reason why some people don't go to church is because some churches have an atmosphere that may not be so welcoming. Yeah, I mean, it's people try to be welcoming. Yeah. I know I've been to churches, they greet you at the door, they shake your hand, they hand you a bulletin, they, they take you over to the guest book, mm -hmm. they try to get you to sign, fill out the guest book, which I've never really liked, by the way. <laughs> and they take you to a pew, and yeah. it's at the end. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes they take you to the pew. Sometimes. But yeah, <laughs> but, but, but we're, you know, what, the, what we're doing is is we all sit around a table. Mm -hmm. And and I love how my wife has done some things with uh, with the kids because we bring the kids in too. Yeah. And so, but she's, she came up with the, I think she came up with the idea of putting the color books and everything out for the adults too. Right, because yeah, most of us adults are coloring while we're also discussing right? the Bible. <laughs> and, and doing the crafts and everything along with the kids. So mm -hmm. so yeah, that is, uh, yeah, that that's a fantastic part. Just whatever people can do to feel comfortable. Yeah. And we're we're going to another church. I, I went to a church a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, because many of you know that that I run Ultimate Mission, which is you know pretty much where this podcast comes from. Um, and the Ultimate Mission program is all about trying to help uh, Christians get out into their communities and and meet people. I mean, that's our goal. Has been since two thousand and nine. That's okay. what we do. We we work to help people to enable them to to move into the communities and you know, spread the love of Jesus wherever they can. Okay. And so I'm, I'm at another church and I missed the Saturday yeah. that, that, that day. And, and, um, I'm at that church and that church has dwindled down. There's like five people in that church. Mm. And I'm, you know, and I, this is, this church has been one that, that started when we first started ultimate mission, this was one of the first churches that sponsored us. Yeah. Very first mm -hmm. ones. And I remember going to like a big church with around 200 people in it and, and then going to that church the same day. I, I did two churches mm -hmm. and the, that church gave like, when I put, picked up an offering for what we did, gave like 15 to 20% more than the big church, than the big church yeah. with 200 people. Mm -hmm. And I had about 14 people at that church. So yeah. I've been watching it slowly dwindle. And so we are talking about going out to this church and showing them what we do. Right. 
Mm-hmm. You know? And and one of our members is is rightly, you know, he's he's concerned. He's like, well, you know, we can't just show them how we set up the tables and chairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, what we do is so much more than just say to, setting up the how we set up tables and chairs in, in a circle or a square right. or whatever. It's creating the atmosphere. It's right. having the making a pause so that people can ask a question and not just rolling through a point or a subject or a story. And, and and the person that brings that up, he, he has a great point. I mean, he doesn't want us to go expect we're going to go there one time. We're going to show them how we do it and they're going to just get it. it it's going right. to be, yeah, it's mm-hmm. got to be a continued thing. So I appreciate, you know, the, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate all the input that I get from all around me. Cause you think, ah, you know, you got a point there. Mm-hmm. We got to think that direction too. And so, yeah. And even if we, we show this church how we do things, it may not work for them. They right. may try it and it may not work for them because I think our model is not for everyone. Right. There are people who want a traditional church. Right. Who want what, you know, they're used to. And, you know, we don't do that. And it works for us and it works for the people who've been coming in and you know, and there's some people that it hasn't worked for. Yep. And they've mm-hmm. went somewhere else and that's great. I mean, that's people should go where they are blessed and where they feel fed. Um, but I think that what does work for everybody is really what we want to try to, well, I think mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent sure, right? <laughs> of anything by the way. Yeah. But what I think that, that, that works is, is the way the way we see people through our heart. Mm. I really believe that that is, that is the key. And I really believe that is, that could be a reason where all these churches are declining in their membership. It isn't, it isn't just the structure of the church and the way people set or the music in the church or the programs in the church. It is how do we see people? How do we accept people? How do we love people the way they are? And what in the world does that mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, I've been to a church where I felt very welcomed. You know, I was greeted when I came in. And I also felt as I was sitting there that I was being judged mm. for what I was wearing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> um, so you can, yeah, you can have both, both sides of the story in the same church. Um, yeah. How do we get past that? How do we, how do we build an environment or how do we change our culture and our perception to see through, see people through God's eyes? Mm, yeah. Because he sees a beautiful person in every single one of us, Mm, no matter mm. what we've done, what we're doing, we're his kid and Mm. he loves us. Mm. And how do we, as humans who tend to read books by their covers, how do we change our perception so that we see people like God sees Mm. them? Man, that is so tough. It is <laughs> because well you, because it's it's kind of a, a safety factor, right? Well, yeah. I you, mean, you you're judging somebody. Do I need to fight or flight or right. are they okay? And yeah, we have these. Our society has um, 
not groomed us, but we've been raised in certain ways. Yeah. You know, our parents taught us something. Our teachers taught us something. You know, stranger danger. Right. But yeah. not every stranger is a danger. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's, it's really hard. <laughs> it, it's really hard. It, it It is because we just automatically, we see somebody. Okay, mm-hmm. is, this, is this a safe person? Is this a person like me? Is this a, a person that I'm going to click with? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Is this a person that has issues that that's uh, gonna just take up my whole day? Mm-hmm. Is this a person that's cool? I mean, mm-hmm. is it a cool guy? You know, <laughs> everybody wants to be the cool. Guy. Everybody wants to be the cool guy, <laughs> and, and everybody loves when the cool couple comes into yeah. church with their with their cool, cute little kids, mm-hmm. and and yeah, but that you know that's not what God sends you all the time. Right. Most of the time, that's not what God no. sends you, <laughs> and so you just mm-hmm. you. you so what does that look like to love somebody the way they are? And then the other question is, is how long do we got to love them the way they are? Mm. What if they don't change? Well, and see, <laughs> that's, that's... And should they change? Right. Well, I, I, I think a lot of us need to change. There's things in our lives yes. that need to change. All of us but need to change. Nothing that I say or do is going to change you. True. I yeah. can't. People aren't meant to be fixed. We mm. are. We are the church, and we are not here to fix people. Mm. We are here to introduce them to a relationship with Jesus, and Jesus and the Spirit of the Lord are going to convict them to make changes in their lives. Right. Wow, that's that that's profound. We are not here. Mm-hmm. We're not here to fix people. And yeah, I, I think because that's I learned what we that, think we are. Yeah, I mean, I learned that in one of my leadership uh, classes is um, people are not projects. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as a manager, I used to think that you know my employees were projects, and I had to fix them and mold them. But but no, people are not projects. We are not here to fix them. Mm. We are here to introduce them to. A different way of life. Wow. You just put into words what I've been thinking and mm-hmm. just really haven't been able to, to articulate. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. Because we can't fix them. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to convince you, uh, you know, of something and you're not going to convince right. me. But the I, Lord and his spirit will convict me to say, well, maybe, maybe I shouldn't do that or Let's try doing this different for a little bit. See how it works. Right, and I and I can't fix myself. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, if I've I tried can, that a lot. <laughs> if I was successful at fixing myself, then I can try you out. Wow. But yeah, no, yeah, that's I can't uh, even fix my hair. Half days. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, so that is you know, and I think that's the perspective that can change a church mm-hmm. is because we have these different. Well, in the Adventist system, we have revelation seminars, right? Mm-hmm. And it starts and then sometimes they're 21 or 26 days. And, and they, you know what? I, I learned a lot and ended up coming back into the church from one of those seminars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a good thing. There was a lot of stuff, but I tell you what, we, we start looking at people as if, okay, the people come in the door this way. And uh, as soon as they're through with this series, they should go out the other side, baptized, like us, yep. right? Yep. And and I've even heard a story before where somebody says, well, yeah, people can come in any way they want. Pretty soon, 
we'll teach them to be like us. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and that's not the point. No. I mean, even the Bible even says that you we should not all be the same. Yeah. If a church was made up oh, yes, the, of yeah. all arms, right. all eyes, then, you know, if, if a church was all eyes, how would you reach out to the community? Because yes. you have no hands. Yeah. Each one of us has unique abilities, unique history, unique circumstances, and unique talents that complement and balance the others. Mm -hmm. If we are all the same, yes, we want our core beliefs should be similar, at least, I think. Yeah, I But mean. if we are all dressing the same, doing the same thing, speaking the same words, I don't I think yeah. there's there's danger in that. And you know, even even our core beliefs having those all the same, I don't believe that'll all happen at the same time. Oh no, no, because we're all in different we we all have different knowledge sets, different bases of experiences. And I mean, you've been an Adventist most of your life, even though you walked away from the church for a while. I twenty six years. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I started but, at a completely different religion right. and became Adventist. Mm -hmm. So I am you and I still have discussions about core beliefs and I I'm learning some yeah. things, but I'm not at the same place as you are in my understanding of what some of them mean or what the what parts of the Bible mean. You know, I, I found it funny. I was thinking about it the other day because I just turned fifty seven and and um and I was thinking about I used to be able to say, well, I've been away from the church for 26 years. And so I'd been out of the church longer than I'd been in. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm 57, <laughs> been in I've been in longer Yay! than I've been in. <laughs> I've been in longer than I've been out. So, so yeah, <laughs> praise God, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. We, mm -hmm. And it, like I said, anything I say or you say is not going, we can't force our opinions on others. If we berate somebody with our opinion, I think a lot of people, that's going to cause them to retreat or dig in more to right. what they think it, yes. is right. Instead yeah. of having a discussion and letting both sides share their viewpoints and say, okay, maybe you're, maybe you're right. I hadn't ever looked at it that way. Right. How many times do we say that? Mm, yeah. Not enough. Yeah, not enough. <laughs> and... And I think that when we do tell somebody what we believe is truth, mm -hmm. what we feel strongly about. And those truths, I want to say the truths, you know what, the teachings that we have come to believe, we believe Jesus said, right? Mm -hmm. We these are these are important teachings and, and everybody needs to have understand what they believe and why they believe it. Right. No matter who you are. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, if somebody chooses not to believe what you have given them, you got to not care. Right. And that's the hard part. And I think there's where the difficulty is. You got you love people the way they are, but how long do you got to do that? I mean, what if somebody believes differently than you do on 
pre-tribulation, post-tribulation, on, on, you know, which day to go to church, on which, you know, is, is it lawful to eat pork? Is it not lawful to eat pork? Is it, you know, all these different things that you could, you know, hopefully, you know, you don't get any, so you can go to the nth degree on this too, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people could believe that, hey, we're a swinger, right? right. We can, mm-hmm. we believe this. And you're like, well, no, we can't go to that end. But there are a lot of things in the Bible that, that our core fundamental beliefs, especially for Seventh-day Adventists, um, that as people come in and they don't believe it, that's between them and God. Right. That is not a my, really none of my business. Yeah, it's not our job to quote unquote fix people. Right. You know. And I can continue to worship with you. Mm-hmm. I can continue to love you and I can continue to, you know, we can continue to do all this stuff together. We've got people in our church that that haven't believed the way we be, that don't believe the way right. we believe, mm-hmm. but they continue to come to church. Yeah. Which is amazing, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I mean, I yeah, I think it's amazing, and I think it's a blessing. Yes, because you know, iron sharpens iron. The more we come together, again, this is a you know a statement of why we need to come together in person and and worship is because our opinions. You know, if somebody says something that I don't quite agree with, it strengthens my truth or my opinion on some level because I realize that I don't agree with that, but I'm not going to fight with that person. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't well, know you if know, that's what I'm saying. Well, well yeah. I, I think what you're saying and where what I take from that is is when, when somebody tells me they believe completely differently than I do, that makes me go back to the Bible. And make sure and verify and verify and really understand what I believe. Mm -hmm. Do I believe this? Is this important to believe Mm -hmm. this? And and is this, you know, an issue that 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 I need to fight, you know, is this a mountain I need to fight for? Right. Right? Um, you know, if somebody was if somebody was molesting children, mm-hmm. there's a mountain I die on, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. If somebody, there, there's a few other mountains I die on, but there's mm-hmm. some of these mountains that are like, hey, you know what? We, and this is where you really got to listen to the Holy Spirit. It's mm-hmm. it's not easy. And I want to tell anybody out there that's listening because I've gotten in some trouble with my church from time to time because they're like, oh, you're going against our beliefs and and whatever. And I, you know, I almost got in some real trouble. But but I want to tell you, I believe what the Bible says and what the Adventists um, have found in the Bible. I mm-hmm. truly believe that all twenty eight fundamental beliefs. I think have very good substance and background and biblical text that you can prove everyone with. But what I'm saying is not everybody sees it that way. Right. Right. And I'm okay with worshiping with them. Mm -hmm. And we should be. Yes. Yeah. And, and I will, you know, I have hung around people and and not that I'm trying, you know, not that this is the, this, the Holy spirit that's going to change people. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you that, that when I've hung around people for years, my thoughts and opinions start to kind of mm-hmm. dovetail with what they think, even if when I first met them, it didn't. Mm. It's it, it's as if it's as if two opposites trying to kind of bring both sides together in the mm-hmm. middle. Mm-hmm. And so I think there is there is an advantage, and there's there is a good reason to just accept people the way they are, love them the way they are. You know, 
except for those die on the top of the mountain things, right? right? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if they're, they're molesting children, I can love them, but they're not coming and staying in my church, right? No. So there's there's some of these issues, but for the most part, it isn't that, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. That's like the two one percent of whatever yeah. happens. I'm talking about the other ninety eight percent of what we deal with. Right. Like, I mean, you don't believe in drinking. We right. have a couple of alcoholics who come to church. Right. You know, we have people who drink who come to church. Right. And I mean, I don't think that's a hill to die on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and, and I'm not, and I, of course, I'm not dying on that hill either. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm letting people feel out and, and, and get their inspiration from God on which way they want to go on that. But of course, everybody knows what I believe. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And if anybody wants to know more, I'll be glad to tell them. Right, right. <laughs> but, but, but you're not, you know. I'm not saying you can't come to church because you you have wine. I am not saying that. And you're not waving a Bible in their face saying the Bible says blah, right. blah, blah. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't do any good. Right. They already know what I believe. Right. So what is the point in, in doing that? Mm-hmm. Let the Holy Spirit work. And, and, and if and when God brings that to their attention, here's the thing. If somebody is willing to follow Jesus wherever he leads, that is what is important. Yes. Yes. Because then that person is going to do what Jesus wants them to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important. Yeah. And so we can, we can talk about this belief or that belief. But what I want to surround myself with is people that want to follow Jesus with everything they have. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if we can help that happen by the way we do church, a little bit different than others, then, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to heaven. And hopefully, I'm hoping that somebody will come up and say, hey, I'm here because you shared Jesus with me. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing is, is there's something to be in an example. Mm-hmm. We are a priesthood of believers, every single one of us. And, and the example we set, and you think about it out there, other Adventists, <laughs> and I'm talking to you. Um, <laughs> if, we, if we do not let people into our church and appreciate them, whether they have an alternative lifestyle that we don't like or whatever, if we don't let them into our church and, and, and if we don't welcome them into our church, how can we be an example to them if they're not there? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you think of the ultimate example of Jesus. Right. He didn't hang out with the people, you know, the fair, the, the, the rabbis and, and the Pharisees right, and right. the people in the church. He even said, I have not come to save those who already know me. I came to save, no. I came for the people who don't know me. And he spent his time with the prostitutes and the tax collectors. And, you know, the, I mean, he died with thieves right. on yeah. both sides of him. Yeah. You know, what does, what kind of example are we setting if we are not welcoming these people, people into the church? Yeah. And, and so I think, you know, as we are starting this new church and people are trickling in and some days we don't have many, some days we have a good group, Mm -hmm. but it seems like every Sabbath, 
a new person comes through the door, yeah. right? Yeah, it's been really exciting I mean, to see God work. Yeah. And there's been a couple of times where, you know, you thought it was going to be you and maybe Belinda. Right. And you prayed and we had a whole new family show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it is. God has been amazing. Yeah. And, and it isn't like every single Sabbath, a new person comes in and then they're there again. Sometimes they come in once and then we don't see them. Yeah. One guy that came in, I still wonder if he was an angel. I mean, he came in, and and I w- that was one of those days that I was praying, mm-hmm. and and he came in. He says, "You having church down here?" I said, "Yeah." He says, "Well, I'm going to go get some friends," and he brought five people in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I haven't seen him since, mm-hmm. but some of those people have come yep. back. Yep. But and I've asked around, and nobody knows who he is, and so I don't know. I don't know that he's an angel, but I'm telling you, yeah. I haven't seen him since. <laughs> it was so cool, though. Yeah. All of a sudden, five people come in. Oh man! But so what? What we are suggesting as we look out at the declining uh, attendance mm-hmm. in churches is that is that we start to look at the people on the outside of the church as as, as more important, or, or I don't know if it's more important. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but we need to set our churches up for the people that are not there yet. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. If we continue to set our churches up for the people that are inside, that's who we get until they mm-hmm. die off or they just move and, away right. because they're not, you know, they're, but, but we need to set our churches up and for the people that are not there yet. And we need to have a heart change in the way we look at people mm-hmm. that come through the door. And it's just a whole different way of thinking. Yep. yep. And it's and not it's, easy. And it's going to take time. Yeah. It takes time to change that, that viewpoint and that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, Hey, I mean, that is, that is kind of our message for the day. Um, we haven't done a podcast in a while, but we did this one. If, if you if you like what we're doing, you know, hit the like button, share it, whatever you got to do, mm-hmm. leave a comment. Um, yeah, but I'd love to hear your feedback, right? Your comments. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and we are going to try to get back into the consistency of putting some more podcasts out there. So watch for our podcast and, uh, we will hopefully see you soon. Yeah. So thank you very much for joining us today. If you've gone all the way through this podcast, <laughs> wow, good yeah. for you. <laughs> thank you. Y'all come back now. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I, I think, think that, that came was, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think it came out good. Good.